Vin was best. What's going on, lovely people, brothers and sisters, people of all ages? Welcome to Ivy Knows Best. And today, man, I just want to take a real quick second to thank all y'all for tuning in. I know we got a lot of good things going on, going on uh, over this way. Uh, but I know the world is a crazy place right now. And I want to go ahead and, you know, have this conversation with you guys and, and touch on some of these issues. Because I think that um, we are in a really, really, really dire time now, man. Uh, we got a lot of civil unrest going on around the world uh, due to the actions of the few and due to the fact that that we are now at a point where we are all fed up with those actions. So um, I want to take some time and just sit down with y'all and, you know, have a real conversation. Um, I do see that we do have quite a few protests that have sparked up. Uh, and I think that in good taste, uh, it is good for me to say the following statement. Um, even though I do not necessarily agree completely with the looting, um, this is a, this is a, uh, residual. This is a residual. Okay. Um, there's no way that you're going to have one without the other. Okay. Um, protests happen all the time. Protests turn violent all the time, but you don't get violent protests, you know, until you really have a fed up people. Right. So people don't, you know, when things reach a fever pitch, that's when people have, have really turned, turned on their ear, so to speak, uh, and just lost their minds to the eyes of those who don't understand the plight. Right. So I just want to make sure I gave that dis that disclaimer before I say what I'm about to say. OK, uh, so understand that even though I don't fully agree with it, I understand it. And there's a lot that goes into this. And uh, I think that we need to go ahead and unwrap some of it. So let's go ahead and get started. <clears throat> now that we got that out the way, um, I, I really want to sit down and look at a lot of what we have going on. Right. Obviously, the officer who did uh, commit the murder uh, down there in Minneapolis uh, has been charged with third degree murder. OK, uh, not first degree, but third degree, even though we see something completely different. Right. We know for a fact that that's, you know, that's what they've given them. Right. So. uh that civil unrest over in that part of the world after George Floyd's death, it's it's not going to stop. Uh, it's not going to stop. It, it's not. And I don't think it has a slowdown in sight because it seems to be that, you know, you could take someone into custody for what we would see to be a blatant murder, but you'll try to give him some kind of leniency, so it's speak, so to speak. You know, yep, you took him into custody and, you know, you charged him with murder, but you charged him with third degree murder. OK, now I'm not a, I'm not a lawyer. I'm, I'm not I'm never going to claim to be one. But that seems pretty low for me. I'm li listen, listen, the, the, he needs the max, the max. We watched you, you know, with your knee on the back of Mr. Floyd for quite some time, about a good four and a half, five minutes. OK. 
And the only thing that we can see from you or even from from from, uh, you know, the state of Minnesota is that, you know, he's going to get some time if convicted. We need more than just some time. He needs to be a lifer. He needs to be on death row. And I'm not calling for this because, you know, um, because I'm a callous individual. No, 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 no. I'm calling for this because the actions that were taken, you know, that got him the charges was so were so blatant. You know, like, like to be an officer of the law that has that kind of uh, experience, you know better. You know better. You know not to do the things you've done. Right. Yet you did him anyway. So I think that that deserves a higher charge than what he's been what he's been charged with. But, you know, I guess they, they're expecting that to suffice, but it's not going to do it. It's not going to do it because it's more than Mr. Floyd. Mr. Floyd isn't the isn't the um, end all be all. OK, for the situation, you know, just like Freddie Gray wasn't just like anybody else who came before before him, you know, um, you know, those protests that are going on now, not only in Atlanta, but also now in Louisville, Kentucky, also in Memphis, Tennessee. You know, all coming along because they've all had situations in their respective areas that they've noticed, not probably not just from once from for years, for years. And the thing that I, that I find to also be beautiful, but I think also telling is this isn't just one race of people um, rioting. This is a group of people. This is every nationality you can think of that's a part of these riots. So I want to make sure that everyone who does watch these things, please don't look at the look at this, this the, the looting and, you know, the violence as, oh, well, this is what black people do when they protest. It's not that. I promise you. I promise you it's not that. I promise you what it is, is it's it's a group of people of all races, of all ethnicities, backgrounds, education groups that are fed up with a system that has perpetually continued to fail them and fail the people around them and constantly take lives uh, of unarmed men and women. And they just, and they, and they're people of color. They happen to be minorities. Right. And now that the other communities, uh, the majorities are seeing it and they're teaming up. They're like, Hey, you know what? Y'all want unity. We got unity for you. Let me show you what you, what we can do. This is all right. So normally when you reach out to a person, you reach out with an open hand, right? When, when you protest quietly, they don't like it. When you go to shake the hand, they don't like it. You know, when they slap you or they punch you, they don't want you to slap them. It, it, you know, when they stab you, they don't want you to slap them, right? They don't want you to defend yourself, right? But what ends up happening is we have this issue that will continue on because you can't keep slapping somebody and slapping somebody and slapping somebody. And then everyone watches it after a while. They're like, hey, man, every time this person tries to stand up for himself, you get upset. You shut that person down. You tell that person to sit down and be quiet. But now the people are like, no more. We're not doing it no more. We've seen too many things as a people. You know, and 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 we're all tired of the continual slaughter of unarmed African-American men and women by the hands of those who are to serve and protect. And it's crazy that now it's make it's making more sense to 
everybody, I think, around the world who 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 have saw who have seen the continual uh, miseducation and misrepresentation of Colin Kaepernick and what he stood for or what he chose not to stand for and what he chose to take a knee for. Right. So he did a silent protest. They had a problem. Now you're having a violent protest, right? Now you're having the opposite. So you told people that Baltimore was too much, right? And then you said that it's the wrong time for Colin Kaepernick. And now this is too much. Well, hey, listen, listen, listen. Eventually, eventually, ladies and gentlemen, those who do not subscribe to the idea of 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 uh, civil unrest, et cetera, et cetera, or who do not agree with it. This is what happens when you don't give people an option. This is what happens when you don't listen. This is what happens when you ostracize someone. You can only push people so far before they want to retaliate. And I think it's sad that we've gotten to this point. But civil unrest was guaranteed the moment that another person died, right? In a city like Minneapolis, where, where well over 65% of the population is not a minority, which will, which will be a white American. When, when those individuals saw it, and even those individuals who might not necessarily uh, subscri- subscribe to the plight of the African-American, they saw it and they said, no, 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 we're not with that. So we're going to stand with y'all over here. And I appreciate those people for standing up now for saying something, you know, because this is an injustice. I, I'm, I, I'm not um, I'm not by any means saying it was OK for anybody to be assaulted um, or anybody to be treated or mistreated a certain way, you know, not like I mean, in, in terms of people who are getting attacked or uh, mistreated by people who are doing the looting and the rioting. But but you got to understand. As much as we know for a fact what riots are, because we see them, we see them often. We also know what riots tend to lead to. Right. So why put yourself in that position? If you I understand you want to protect your business, I understand, you know, that this is what we have insurance and all those things for. I'm just trying to be positive for all those people out there who might be, you know, suffering from looting. Hey, and if anyone is looting, do me a favor. OK, if you're if you're going if you're going to if you're going to do these do the type of things you're doing right. Stay away from the small businesses. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to give you tips on how to do things because I'm not going to tell you how to do that. But I, I would say stay away from the little mom and pop shops, you know, because those people, they, 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 they put their lives into that, you know, and they may very well have just been a member of society who's just there and they're a casualty. Now, I had someone uh, recently say, well, what does Target have to do with it? Target has insurance. AutoZone has insurance. Pet Boys has insurance. Believe me, you destroy their property, I guarantee you they get a brand new building. I guarantee you they got the insurance to ensure that, the, to definitely ensure that that's not happening. That they're not, they're not going to go broke. But you burn down a you know an establishment of a little mom and pop store, they're going to have a little bit harder of a way to go, and they may just lose everything and not be able to get it back. 
Now, um, now moving on from that, I do want to say this though. I do want to say this because I touched on the Colin Kaepernick thing and and which type of protest people would, would prefer, right? In the midst of all this, if you're working for a company, right, and you know for a fact you're in any of these cities who are planning protests, and you have a young man or a young woman who may want to go join these protests, right, um, and you're a supervisor, give them some guidance. Let them understand this is what you're doing. This is what we're. This is what you're getting ready to get into. And the last thing I want you to do is to get hurt, right? So show them you care, because there's a lot of people who who just look at one thing and expect like, okay, this is how you're going to act when you get there. Well, we, you don't know. Okay. You don't know. I've never been a part of a, of a riot or civil unrest to that degree. So I'm not going to act like I know, but I can tell you from what I see. And from what I see, I see people can sometimes get sucked into situations that they might not necessarily want to be a part of only because they see it. So if you're going to go down there and you're going to protest, know what you're getting into. That's number one. Number two, know how it's going to affect you. Number three, if you accept those consequences and you move forward, continue forward, push, push on for what you believe in. But I, you know, I just want everybody to be safe. And I also want people to, um, you know, mainly, you know, supervisors and things like that. Show that, show your people that you care, especially if you have an African-American or a minority that you are, um, that you're, that's under you, you know, show them that you care, show them that, that, okay, how does this, how is this affecting you? How is this affecting you? Cause I, I can, I can promise you anytime a black male or female has been killed by the police, right? I've never been asked, you know, by my supervisor, Hey, how does this make you feel? How you doing? Is there is everything okay? Do you want to talk about this? We swept it under the rug for too long now. And what needs to happen is we need to bring that to the forefront. And I say this all the time. Look, race can very well be, race and race relations can very well be a sticky situation. But if the conversation is never had, we don't make progress. We don't. We don't make progress. You know, it, it, and and st- and I, I would love to I would love to find an or- pardon me I would love to find an organization that will help me uh, figure out how to stamp out racism. I understand it, it's it's an ideology, you know. So like, how do you you know you're probably asking how do you stamp out an ideology? Well, I really want to find out how do we you know how do we stop it? How do we stop that epidemic? You know. For those who are racist in this world, if you are a racist and you're listening to my podcast at all, I want to know. I want to know. All right. How do we stop this? What can we do um, to, to get you to understand that we're people, too? We got families, too. You know, we're important to people. All those individuals who died, you know, who won't ever be able to see their families again. Because, you know, a senseless coward or somebody, you know, who 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 ha- who lives this cowardly, racist lifestyle. You know, those families are, are, are ripped apart by your decisions and they're harmed by your decisions. And now we're looking at the cities paying recompense because they haven't done enough to stamp out getting people with the ideology of racism or people who are afraid 
of the color of someone's skin out of a certain position. So because of this, this is why we got where we're at. This is how we got where we are, right? Because people don't want to have that conversation. People don't want to, you know, supervisors are not talking to their employees who could very well be, uh, you know, harmed by these situations. You know, you don't have to necessarily do it blatantly. You can pull somebody aside. Hey, right quick. Um, let's talk about this. Let's figure out how to how to how to how to stop how to stamp this out. If you if you if you are a white person and I'm, I'm gonna be very clear, if you're a white person, if you are other than minority. Right. And this is not all. Now, I'm, I'm going to be very clear. We have some good white brothers and sisters out there okay some amazing people but if you're one of those people who happen to find yourself being a part of a demographic that doesn't understand and that doesn't want to understand you're a part of the problem you're the person that needs to sit down and conversate with somebody and understand if the shoes were flipped if the shoes were flipped we would have a completely different conversation we would all band together. I've seen I've seen things happen across the world and I've seen people change their Facebook profile and say we are this country. <clears throat> we are that country. Right? But when it comes down to the plight of the African American, the first thing we like to go to is black on black crime even though the numbers support that all races kill their same race at the same rate. Right? So saying Asian on Asian crime, the numbers are about the same as black on black crime. Right? White on white crime, around about the same, if not higher. So, you know, so let's let's just let's just keep that keep that in mind. Let's kick that. Let's kick that idea. Let's start getting to the idea. Let's understand each other, man. Let's get to the point where where you want you want a peaceful protest? Okay, well prove to me that you want to listen. Prove to me that, that that my life truly means more to you than than I may think that you that you believe. You know, show me that you care because right now, right now, because we because we because we realize that you don't care, we don't care either. And what I mean by we, I mean the people that are fed up. And I'm not and I'm not here to preach. Hey, I want peace. I want love. I want everybody to be uh, connected the correct way. But it's just so hard. And everybody that's upset out there, believe me, I feel you. I understand. I understand. So that's why I'm using my platform now to talk to everybody. And and I want to preach a more positive, um, a more positive outcome and a more positive mindset. Because we're more than we're more than we're more than what people believe. I promise you that. So for those who think we're ignorant, we're smarter than that. For those who think we're weak, we're stronger than that. For those who think that we're divided, we're we're united. You understand? The same, way, the same way you look at black on black crime or you look at black gang violence, I want you to look at the other side of the spectrum the same exact way. And, and, and as for my people out there, when I mean my people, I mean, I mean my minorities. It's, let's, let's get together. Let's stand together. Okay? I see y'all out there along with us on, 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 on those protest lines. Some of the peaceful, some of the violent, some of the good, some of the bad. I see y'all out there with us. Thank you for being out there. And the reason why I say us, because if it happens to you, it happens to me. All right. 
if it happens to my brother, it happens to me. All right. So, you know, now 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 that we're seeing a lot of y'all, hey, let's go. Let's stand together. Okay? Because guess what? The problem is this. All right. <clears throat> they're going to they're going to want to turn this into a negative situation. They're going to turn this into cuz obviously you already got the president online talking crazy, you know, <laughs> saying saying all the things he's saying. You know, talking about sending in the national guard and bullets start flying and all that. Hey, all right, cool. Cool. That's what he's talking about. So he's already pushing towards uh, an even more militarized, violent situation. All right, let's get together. Let's stand together because we know where he's about. We know where he's at. We know where the people who support him are at. We know what they believe. And for all those people out there who are posting these memes about, oh, this is my 2020 and it shows the guy, you know, shows Mr. Floyd standing up and then, you know, my 2020 in reality, showing showing the pictures of the man with his knee in his neck. Hey, you should be ashamed of yourself. Because if that was your family member, would you want that to be perpetuated? Would you want that to be shown? It's sickening. This racism is a disease. It's a disease. And it's plagued this nation for so long. And so many people have suffered because this nation has done nothing. What I mean, now, now don't get it wrong. Let me let me let me recalibrate that. Let me re- restate that and recalibrate my mind a little bit because I went a little bit over, you know, to my emotions as opposed to my reality. They've done things, but they haven't done enough. And now the people are 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 just like, hey, look, listen, you don't want you don't want me to kneel, you don't want me to silently protest, you don't want me to use my platform to to uh, to combat the social justice that affects the people that look like me. But then you don't want me to act out when I get mad. But at the same on the on the same, you know, on the same token, you would allow an individual that is a that's a part of the, the majority as opposed to the minority. Let their college team win it, win a championship and they'll burn the city halfway down. They'll flip over cars. Let their favorite coach get fired and watch them tear tear the university limb for limb. Are you going to call them a thug on Twitter? Are you are you going to jump up and jump up and down for them whenever they get the breaking things in the student union and looting and stealing stuff? And the answer to that is no. So because you won't, because you won't use your common sense to be fair. Now, now I feel as if we have we have a platform, people. You got people like me. You got people like to get down with Jay Brown. You got you got plenty of people who are out here speaking, um, speaking a lot of open-minded, cohesive unit, you know, cohesive unit moving type of speech. Everybody's together. We're preaching togetherness. All right. And I don't and I don't want people who who might not subscribe to the idea, but they do listen to this channel to understand that, look, this is not about black and white as much as this is about right and wrong. All right. We don't want to be included no more. It's not being included is no longer enough for us. We want real justice, man. I'm tired of flipping on the TV and seeing and seeing another person murdered. It's bad enough see, seeing, you know, people who do who do the things they do on a regular day basis, right? 
But it's even worse when I turn it on and, I, and the people who are supposed to be stopping those things are the people responsible for another senseless murder and another senseless murder and another senseless murder. And then they get things like third degree murder. No, you are a complete murderer and you deserve to be treated like a murderer should be treated. Let's change. Let's look. If you if y'all want to come together and y'all and y'all want peace. All you need to do is one thing. Come to the table and listen. Once you once you hear it, I want you to apply it. And by and by you, I don't mean white people. No, I mean lawmakers. I mean, people who can move and shake things. Take this as a lesson. Look at these things. Look at what's happening. Look how much civil unrest is happening to the people that you swore into office, right? That you swore into office to protect and be with and be there for, right? Look how those businesses are ruined. Look how those lives are ruined. Look how your people are feeling. And this isn't just this isn't just one city. This is a multitude of places. So, but and no offense to Fox, no, no, forget it. Before Fox News gets a hold of this and calls everybody thugs and all this other stuff, I'm going to get on to call them protesters and I'm going to call them fed up citizens because that's what they are. Yes, they are. There are some people that are that are doing the looting like we like we already alluded to at the beginning. It is a residual of the fed up behavior. Since you don't care, we don't care. So show us you care. Come to the table and let's make some changes. As much as I want peace for everybody, believe me, I want peace for every single person because I got people of all colors who listen to this podcast. I got people of all colors who, who I live life with. And I promise you, I have children who I want to be here for. I got four kids who I love to death. And I'll do anything for. And the last thing I would ever want my mother to have to do is cry over my body. The last thing I want my, want my grandmother to do, my aunts, my dad my uncles, my brother, my sisters, my friends, those who I love to do is is to cry over my body if that ever happened to me. So, hey, let let's let's just put this thing, this whole thing in perspective. This one, this isn't the time for people to be called thugs. It is the time to understand someone has been murdered and people are fed up. So when people get upset, they do things that they normally wouldn't do. That's what we're seeing. That's one. Two, the unity must continue even after this is all said and done. The unity needs to be spread across all platforms. Let, let, let's stop all the fighting because now what we're seeing now, we're seeing that civil unrest because what happens is after the civil unrest happens and everyone gets a curfew and you can't be out on the street, even if you didn't loot, you're still subject now to the government keeping you in your house. So you might as well band together. You know, and if you really want general peace, it starts there. Let's start with us. Let's start with the people. Because we know for a fact they're not going to give us what we want. And by they, I mean those who make the laws, those who police us. And that's not all police officers. But I promise you this. If there's one officer who commits who commits a crime and there's 100 that see it and do nothing or say nothing about it, then we have 101 bad police officers who no longer need to be police. Okay? To stand around and watch someone do something wrong, you are a part of the problem. You need to you need to fix that. 
But moving forward, let's let's unite. All right. And I'm talking about everybody. Let's all be together. All right. Just where we're in unity for the protest, let's be in unity for the problem solving that comes down to the sitting down and, and the quiet in the quiet time. In the times of peace, let's stay, let's stay united. Let's not fall off. Let's band together. We understand, we understand now how far we're willing to go, right? Because you can only do this but for so long before more people start dying. And that's the last thing I want to have happen. But, you know, if that's what it if that's what it takes takes for people to get their point across, right, they're gonna do it. So if you're a listener of mine and you have any questions for me, anything whatsoever, any comments, believe me, man, hey, you can reach me on Facebook, you can reach me on IG, you can reach me on Snapchat. Man, I'm an open book. I'm willing to talk to you, take advice from you. And if you're feeling my podcast, man, just keep listening. And I I really appreciate y'all for listening because it means the world to me, man. It means the world to me. So um, as always, man, hey, I want y'all to go in love and, you know, go in peace. You know, try to enjoy yourselves in, in this time, in this time of, of unrest. Try to find yourself some peace and some love, man. Try to find yourself someone to hug. So tell your loved ones you love them. Text, text, your, text your sister or your brother. Hey, I love you today. I'm proud of you today. You mean the world to me today. If you got a wife or a husband, hug and kiss them. You got children, tell me how much, how important they are. All right, man. And, and ladies. You know, everybody, let's do this together, man. It can't be one person can't do it. I, I promise you, one person can't do it. But we all can do it together, man. So as always, hey, man, peace and love. Also, shout out to all my sponsors, man. CMSG, can'tstopmygrind.com for all your athletic apparel. Also, ownerenterprises.net for all your own gear. And uh, Ivy Wellness for all of your uh, for all of your wellness needs. I do apologize, you know, <laughs> you know, been running all day. Sorry. But yeah, for all your for all your wellness needs, please, please visit uh, Diamond Ivy on uh, online on IG at Diamond Ivy. And believe me, man. Hey, we're just we're just getting started. This podcast thing is beautiful. You guys are amazing. Without you guys, I'm nothing. Without God, I'm nothing. And without God, we are nothing. So let's go ahead and push forward and stay peaceful, man. And hey, also shout out to my uh, to my baby girls. Uh, Oriana, who's turning 13, Daddy loves you. And Gabriella, who's turning eight, Daddy loves you too. Happy birthday to you both, sweetheart. I love you. Hey, and happy birthday to my cousin, Mark. Hey, love you, big cuz. Everybody else, man, be safe out here, all right? God bless y'all and put God first.